Welcome to At the Sidestep, a Walker and Walker Independence podcast. Take a seat, grab a drink, and let's dive in. I'm your host, Briar, and I'm also joined by my co-hosts, Kat and Shannon. On today's episode, we're going to introduce ourselves, how we got into Walker and Walker Independence, what we're looking forward to, and what this podcast is going to be about. Hello, everyone. I'm Briar, and some of you may know me as the owner of Nerds and Beyond, and I cover Walker and Walker Independence there, um, and you might also know me um, on Twitter at the Briar Rose, and I'm excited to join the podcast and start it here with my co-hosts Kat and Shannon, who are going to introduce themselves next. Hi, I'm Kat. My Twitter handle is at Catherine34. I write reviews for Walker on the Winchester Family Business site, and I will be also writing reviews for Walker Independence come after October 6th. I love Walker. I'm looking forward to Walker Independence, and I'm very pleased to be invited to join this lovely podcast with the wonderful Briar and Shannon. Hi, I'm Shannon. Uh, Some of you might know me as at the Walker Wiki on Twitter or walkerwiki.com. I'm a fan of the show first and foremost, but I am also a lover of sharing information and doing research. So that's how the Walker Wiki started. And that's how I joined this lovely podcast. So we're going to talk about how we got into Walker, which I think we all kind of have a little bit of a shared story of how it started. Personally, I guess we can talk like myself, I can talk about how the road led to Walker. I was a Gilmore Girls fan and watched that and that's kind of how I found out about Jared. And then I turned into a Supernatural fan, watched that the night it aired and was very scared and couldn't sleep that night. And (laughs) grew up watching that. And then, um, you know, as Supernatural ended, I saw that Jared was going to come out with Walker and really liked kind of the story of it and also wanted to um, follow Jared's next steps in his career as, you know, we at Nerds and Beyond followed um, Supernatural pretty closely. So I wanted to help support them, you know, Jared and Jensen and whatever they were doing next. So, you know, started Walker and then just really fell in love with Walker, really fell in love with the story and the characters and the writing and um, just kind of how lovely everything was and truly how great Jared was in it and really seeing him excel um, at being an executive producer. And then even so now, just independence. Um, you know, I... I've seen a few westerns, it hasn't really been my sort of genre, but um, really kind of seeing the story um, and the trailers, and then just getting to know the cast. Um, The cast kind of really, really helped, I think, and they're still helping kind of drive the viewership. Um, And Jared being executive producer, I was really interested to see, you know, what he was going to bring to it. 
Um, and yeah, just really, really excited to see kind of where the Walker verse itself is going to go. I have a similar story, but it doesn't start with Gilmore Girls. I was a big fan of Supernatural for a long, long time, and I was very sad to see that it was going to be ending. And then all of a sudden, this bright, shining light came out that Jared was going to come on and continue as Walker. And um, I was so happy that we, because he was talking about retiring, and then all of a sudden, he's not retiring. And not only that, he's going to be filming in my city. So I was, it was just everything just made me so happy about Walker. And then when it aired, it was just the people and the, I know this city and it has a life and the setting of Walker really, I think makes it. And I really love how Walker is both the people and the place and how those combine and make a really just, I love it. I love how it feels like a warm hug and the themes from Walker just make me so happy that thought of no matter how dark and bad it gets, people will love and support you. And so I really love Walker. Um, and so when I found out that Walker and your fans was coming out, I immediately was intrigued because so I was like, Ooh, I trust Jerry's Jared storytelling. I think he does a really good job making really great characters. And so I was really intrigued. And then the more information we got, who was being hired for these roles, um, how authentic they were trying to make it. And then when the cast got to set and they were back in April or March and they were sharing all this stuff, I was just like, this is something special. Like these people love this. And I believe if people love something, it shows in the product. Like you can tell that the people who made Supernatural loved it. And that's why, that's why I gave it its soul. Mm -hmm. And the people who make Walker love it. And that's why it feels special. And the people who are in Walker Independence, you can tell. They absolutely love it and care and want to do their very best. So I'm so excited about that. So that's how I got into Walker and Walker Dependence. So I'm, uh, I'm kind of similar to Briar, where I was originally a Gilmore Girls fan, um, teen dean for life. And when Supernatural started, I obviously followed Jared because he was my favorite, continued watching that. Um, I was a Sam girl the whole time, never wavered. <laughs> and someone had mentioned earlier that uh, after Supernatural ended, Jared had initially said he was going to retire from acting, and I was very sad about that. Um, but then they had announced that he'd be doing Walker. Um, and it originally, I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch it just for Jared, but I, I don't know if I'll even like it. Um, but then the more I learned about it, the more I realized that it was actually going to be very good. And uh, I was looking forward to it, especially because he was talking about how it was going to be very different from the original show. And I never watched the original show because that wasn't, the type of show I liked. <laughs> so anything different is a plus. And uh, then they also announced that Keegan Allen will be playing his brother. And I was a huge Pretty Little Liars fan and he was my favorite character. So that really got me hyped for the show. And then I still remember watching the pilot episode and like 
within five minutes, I thought to myself, oh yeah, this is going to be a good show. This is a hit. And uh, I was instantly down for it. And, you know, every episode after that, it just got better and better every week. And then they announced Walker Independence. And um, I just, I trust the showrunners indefinitely, (laughs) basically, Mm -hmm. because they've proven that they can make something wonderful. And uh, I'm really excited for Walker Independence as well. And the trailer made it look really good. And uh, I'm hyped. And so, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> so Walker and Walker Independence are both going to be premiering on Thursday, October 6th on The CW. Walker will be returning for its third season, while Independence is going to be premiering the show entirely. Um, and so as fans of the original Walker, all three of us, um, let's talk about what we think is going to happen, what we're looking forward to. Um, let's start with Walker. So Kat? What do you think is going to happen, or what are you looking forward to for Walker specifically? What I think is going to happen is we're going to have, um, honestly, everything is going to be centered around the fact that, as we know from the um, both the trailer and the very end scene of uh, Walker Season 2, is we're going to be dealing with who has Walker and what they're going to do to him mm-hmm. um, and how the family is going to react to it. Right. I really think that's going to be like all encompassing, like especially for the first few episodes. And even after that, I feel like they're really going to, and I'm excited about it. Is they're going to work in the trauma, how that, how that worked for everybody because Yes, Cordell is going to feel the trauma of being kidnapped and whatever they're going to do to him. And we've seen a little bit, and it's not good that what they're going to do to him. Um, so I think he's going to have he's going to have to be overcoming that trauma. And I think it's going to be a mystery of can we find those people? Can we bring them to justice? I think that's going to be a theme throughout the season. And I think we're also going to get. Um, some cases where they really try to build up uh, the partnerships that we're going to get. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm always looking forward to the relationships with the family and the extended family, because for me, the the real strength of Walker is its people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, personally, just based off of the, like synopsis that we have um uh-huh. that have been released so far i think cordell's time away is going to be short but i think what's going to be longer is the trauma from it because yeah you know it's going to be the yeah. trauma of of trey and and liam running that race with him and then not being able to stop whoever it's going to be stella's graduation and she's like where's my dad you know, it's going to be the rest of the family being like, well, Cordell's gone. Where is he? It's going to be, um, you know, Captain James and and Cassie being like, well, we could have protected him. Because, you know, in the end of season two, Cassie was like, um, this isn't over. Yeah, she yeah, she knew something was coming. She, had a bad she feeling. knew something was coming. And so I feel also, like, yeah, I feel like we're going to Cassie be- herself has had experience with losing a partner before, so this right. is probably going to be right. Right. So, how much is and, that going to trigger her into a spiral? Yes. 
And is she, when, when she's going forward, is she going to be able to like, she kind of goes beyond the law. Like she bends the law just as we heard Cordell did. And she, she doesn't stick to the books. And I think this is really going to push her to do that even more. And another thing I'm, I'm interested in how this is going to affect Trey because Trey was on the big decision of, is he going to be a ranger? And is this going to make him want to be a ranger more? Or is it going to be, I don't know if I want to get kidnapped. Yeah. I mean, that's a valid concern. (laughs) We must protect him. (laughs) Yeah. Then again, he was, oh, did you see the fight scene in 2000, not 2019, 219, um, where he's fighting those people that attacked Mm -hmm. the safe house? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a great scene. Oh, my gosh it was one it was a great scene but two trey was amazing in it Mm -hmm. like how he's running along as that person is like literally shooting above his head yeah i mean he's he's like himself to be really great at like fighting and being that support that uh people need so he's gonna make a great ranger yeah i think most of season i think most of season two after Lindsay left um, they really put in breadcrumbs. Foreshadowed. Yeah. To, to, yeah, I think to they foreshadowed put him it. in yeah. situations where I remember I was like, he's going to be, I remember middle of season two, I was like, he's going to become a ranger. That's what he's going to do. He's going to become a ranger. <laughs> yeah, you called it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so I really think, I mean, I don't, I don't know if this is going to drive him towards becoming it or not pointing a lot of arrows towards him becoming one. But yeah, even this, back in yeah. season one, they were leaving breadcrumbs. Right. Like, as far back as, like, the tracks episode, which was, I believe was the seventh episode. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about how if you ever want to be a li- liaison or yeah. something like that. Like, that was way back when, because he is great under pressure. And he is, as he... As he described it i'm good in a crisis right like the way he saved james's life mm-hmm. was and we all need to have a tray around <laughs> yeah so i really do think he's going to be a ranger um i, so. I really really do i think he's going to say yes and i think it's going to be interesting seeing his journey i think that's um, wrong with- and he doesn't <laughs> I think with uh, with Cordell actually going missing, that might push him to say yes more because yeah. he might want to help with the search, like on an official in an official capacity instead of just you know civilian push aside. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm excited. Also for Walker, um, I'm interested to know what happens to the Davidsons. Um, are they gone? Gone? Are they? I mean, obviously we know Gail's gone. But Denise mm-hmm. and, I, and, and I know Colton's there. Yeah, but yeah, in terms of Denise and, and and Dan, what if if they're gonna be around more? Um, if they're just kind of gonna be in the background and be like, oh yeah, they're living their lives somewhere. Um, yeah, are they just gonna be well, characters that... that are mentioned off screen? Like you know, yeah. curious to see. Yeah. Curious to see what happens to them. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm always I'm always curious to see what what the what the season arc is going to be like is mm-hmm. is this going to be 
is Cordell's kidnapping going to last an entire season? Or are they going to do like half a season and then something else comes in? Yeah. I know that one thing he said that he liked, I'm so sorry. I do interrupt. Um, One thing that he liked is um, he and Anna both say they like season long mysteries. Mm -hmm. Uh, Season one was who killed Emily? How did she die? Season two was the barn fire. Mm -hmm. Like, how did that happen? Who killed Marv? Or how did Marv's death come about? And I really do believe that um, though we'll understand maybe not like who kidnapped him, but that whole gang will be the arc. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- why is he connected? What happened in the past? Because they are going to be flashbacks, and they told us there's going to be flashbacks. So what happened in the past that's connected? I'm wondering if they're going to create an event. Because remember, we didn't know about the barn fire event until, like, the first episode mm-hmm. of season two. So maybe they'll introduce an event or something, a mystery in the first episode that will need to be solved. I have a thought. What if, because we know that they're going to be showing a young Cordell when he was a Marine. What if it has something to do with his time in the Marines? And that's why they, that's how it kind of comes full circle. Like it started when he was younger and then they come back and for whatever reason, they're kidnapping him. And it it all ties back to that. Yeah, I I really, I agree. I think that's really it. I think that's going to be it. They've been talking kind of extensively about the flashbacks. Hmm. And in the trailer, it said the war hero. Yeah. It said the war hero in the trailer. Yeah. I also wonder, too, because the case did involve Fenton and Miles. Is it a ranger thing or is it a Cordell thing? Is he just collateral or is this specifically Hmm. aimed towards him? Yeah, that's another good question. Because Fenton and Miles didn't know, like, they didn't really know him. It's not like they worked together with him. But also, he's Mm -hmm. just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But the fact that the guy was, um, went on a date with Cassie and was, like, casing her. Yeah. And then Cordell went missing. Seems like it's specifically targeting him because she's her partner, or his partner. So. If it, it was also, more like a collateral damage thing, I would think they'd go after Cassie herself or yeah. someone else. Yeah. That's the weird thing is I like these writers are incredible and they have so many twists and turns. and Absolutely. So it almost makes yeah. me wonder if somehow it is tied to Cassie because her previous partner went missing. Her previous mm-hmm. captain killed himself. And now her current partner is missing. So there's like one big tie to all of this and it's her. That is true. Yeah. And and it did say, like in the trailer, did, um, Trey did say they were targeting him specifically. But they could be targeting him specifically because he's her partner. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That would make sense. Or they could, it could also be a case of they found him and got interested. And he and somebody in the organization has a tie to Cordell's past from the Marines. And that's where they're targeting him because they might have a, an axe to grind or they might have like, think he's the threat, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that he has information. If honestly though, if they thought he was just a threat, they would just eliminate him. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they think he has information or 
something. I'm just oh, so but you know what? Like, I, I just so want to know what their deal is. And I guess, yes. I guess and that's I, the whole point of the show. And, and you know that the writers are doing a great job and everything because we're just sitting here thinking about it. But I'm like, yeah. what what is it that is so bad or such a big deal that a ranger captain literally killed himself because he did not want to talk? Yeah. The second episode synopsis, when it mentions the fact that Liam goes missing, that makes me think that it might be, it might involve Cordell more, Mm -hmm. just in terms of, like, targeting his brother as well. I don't know. I'm speculating and I'm not good at it. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're good at it. I think, (laughs) yeah, I also think that might be how this organization works. Because the reason I assumed, I had a theory that Liam was going to be taken to hurt Cordell. And the reason I thought that is because they tried to get Miles through his daughter, mm-hmm. which is why. Like, why are Why are they trying to hurt Cordell? Like, what do they want from yeah. him exactly? Yeah, and I think that's a really great mystery, and I'm very intrigued to see more and get that mystery solved. I'm excited for the brother angst. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm excited for everything. I'm also excited for, I know, I know, I got to bring this in. I'm a hardcore Cordry shipper. And I know that Odette is going to have to be out for a number of episodes. Mm -hmm. And I want her to have that time. I do. But I'm, that's another thing I'm interested in is, are they going to approach anything about it? Uh, Because, um, or is she just going to be a friend and, somebody who kind of sort of picks up the slack like she always does like i will take the kids you go get the bad guy that's kind of like her thing of i'll take care of things here you go do what you need to do like she's a good support system for him mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if that it's going to be more like that or what's going to happen that's another thing i'm interested in seeing this next season yeah <laughs> kind of how she just ties into everything mm-hmm. i don't know um i don't know if you guys have seen the show new girl <laughs> But um, <laughs> one season when Zoe Deschanel was pregnant, they made her character Jess uh, go to jury duty. So she was just like a shadowy figure in the window that they could look up at. And and I feel like they should do that with Jerry so that she doesn't leave, leave. She's like on jury duty and she's just like in the next town over or something. Because I don't want like, to <laughs> Yeah, or like, um, I still like, uh, Mitch told us in a... In a in one of his interviews that he had shoulder replacement surgery and they wrote him out of numerous episodes so that he could recover. Mm-hmm. I still cannot find where they did that. Oh yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so they covered it brilliantly. So mm-hmm. I'm, I know they can't do it. So I'm just, yeah. I'm curious how they're going to do that too. It's going to be very interesting. I don't know. I, I just like I sit, I sit here yeah. and I just like spiral yeah. into theories like talking more just gives me more into theories of like what I think could happen or what I think I could talk about that forever <laughs> yeah um, and I think that's a sign of a really good show because I noticed that shows that I don't care about I don't do that right yeah and this show I'm really invested I want to know why did they pick on my baby why did they why did they kidnap <laughs> my Cordell what no, did he do? Thing. He's a good baby. We enjoy watching it. We do. We actually, we really do. To an extent, I'm really yes. curious as to see what happens. There's part of me, mm-hmm. though, where I'm like, 
I know it's television and I know you need to have conflict and drama and all that kind of stuff. But there's points where I'm just thinking about it and I'm like, his wife died and then he was like, you know, he was in this huge like barn thing and the the Davidsons were after him and then Bonham got accused of murder and I'm like, why can't they just for a season make them happy and like live just peaceful lives and then I'm like well it's television they're not going to do that but <laughs> same time mm-hmm. I'm just like yeah. I just want you to be happy <laughs> it's a family drama family drama <laughs> yeah. yeah we want them to be happy but we want to see them go through hell to get there <laughs> I know yeah or or they can go through a little less hellish hell I mean, you know, all of it, all of it. Like, why can't the drama of the week be like, oh, no, like, you stepped on my foot. Oh, no. So sad. That would be an amazing episode of television. (laughs) (laughs) Or, no, like, the drama of the week can honestly be regular angst that is just part of life, though. Like, and they do that sometimes, too. And it's honestly really good is what do you want to be when you grow up? Because the kids are dealing with that right now. Mm -hmm. So that would be a good tension. And then Liam's also dealing with who he wants to be. So you can have family drama without having people, you know, almost die. I think there's also a safety (laughs) where, like, you're like, okay, it's it's Cordell that's kidnapped. Okay, well, it's not like they're going to kill him off, like... He's gonna be fine. Yeah, the show is called Walker. Yeah, Yeah. He's gonna go through some stuff, but at the end, he'll be all right. (laughs) He'll be fine. Enough. He'll be a little traumatized. He's fine. Um, What's a little trauma? Okay. (laughs) Now, Walker Independence. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. Walker Independence. We obviously don't know too, too much about it. Just the trailers. You know, that it's Abigail Walker... Hoyt Rollins is in it, as far as, like, a crossover kind of deal from regular Walker. Um, We know it's a Western. We know the cast. We know the characters. But we don't really know... We know a little... Like, we know a little bit about the story. But, you know, going into a brand new show, we don't know what the arc is going to be, technically. Um, I don't know. I'm really excited because... um, I'm looking forward to everything. It's a brand new show. But mm-hmm. yeah. the story to me just seems really intriguing. And I really, 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 let me put an emphasis on really, really like that in all the interviews and everything like that with, you know, Seamus Fahey, who's the showrunner, um, Anna Fricky from Walker is also producing, and she, I think believe she wrote the story with Seamus. And then Jared, producer, you know, like there's a lot of crosshairs. Larry Tang from Nancy Drew directed the first uh, three episodes, I believe, and is also executive producing. Um, they have constantly said, and which I think is really, really cool, is that they are showing the West as it actually was. Mm -hmm. So they're showing and they want all of these characters to be three-dimensional characters, like, you know, like they should be. Um, Yeah. So I'm really, really excited to see that, that part of it, to see all of these stories that we don't normally see get told. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. um, And I think they, they really are going to change 
television in the sense of they're going to change the way Westerns are being told. You know, I, I also did the um, Walker Independence press conference last week, and it was the entire cast there, plus Seamus, Jared, and Anna. And I asked all of them what is something that they would really like to be explored, or to see explored. And Katie had said, the West was queer. So that's going to be really awesome to see as well. Like you're just, again, I'm really excited at the prospect of just seeing a Western as it should be told from all different points of view um, instead of just the normal one that we've been fed for decades, I should say. Yeah, I agree completely. And as a queer, I'm 100% backing that. Like just I'll watch any episode. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) For me, I'm interested in the people. It's not going to be diversity for the sake of diversity. Mm-hmm. It's diversity because that's what it was. Yeah. That was, this is the truth. It's taking mm-hmm. off like the blinders that we've put on our history and saying, this is what the people were. And these people are valuable and they're survivors and they did it. And these people are amazing. And here's why. And I'm really excited to see that. I'm also really excited because I did get to see uh, the pilot and the chemistry. Mm -hmm. And you can see it in the interviews and you can see it in the trailers. The chemistry between all of them is off the charts. Mm -hmm. If, like, pair up any two and it's amazing. Pair up any three and it's amazing. Because... They're all amazing. So that's what I'm really looking forward to see is the people and their stories and how they're going to basically make these people real. And I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I'll say, you know, I've, I've seen the pilot as well. Um, and I think what, what independence is doing so wonderfully is it's, it's not, it's not even so much the pacing it's, even just in the first episode, you find out about every character. And it's not mm-hmm. just on the surface level of things. Like, you're finding out who is actually in this town. Who they are as people. And that's only the first episode. And you are already start to really, like, really starting to care about these people. In one episode, which is amazing storytelling, amazing acting. Mm-hmm. Because that's the whole thing, is to grip people in the first episode and already get them to care about your characters, your writing, your story. That's, you know, that's yeah. what every person wants to happen. So I think that that's really what is going to drive the story, it are, are the people. The, story, the yeah. story of the people in the town is what's going to drive the story. Um, because you, yeah, you get the tip of the iceberg with every single one. But you know it's a huge iceberg. Mm-hmm. You know there's more there. And it's just exciting. Yeah, it just, it, it honestly makes you want to be like, okay, well, next episode, like, are we going to dive into the, to this person, to this person, to this person? Mm-hmm. Like, you just want to know more and more and more about their backstories, about their lives. Like, what's going on? Why are you in this town? Why, why do you, you know, what kind of relationship do you have with this person or that person? Um, so I think it's mm-hmm. going to be really, really fun to explore. Um, also, too, it's I'm just, um, I'm really excited as well. 
you know, aside from the story. Um, there's not a ton of, like, westerns on television right now. Um, but this... I can literally only think of, like, Yellowstone in yeah. 1883. <laughs> um, Here's one thing. We haven't had a broadcast network. Um, broadcast network western since like maybe the early 2000s or even the late 90s so it's been like two decades since we had a like they've had it on cable and they've had it on streaming Mm -hmm. but on like the five networks the network televisions this is the first one in decades that's so crazy but it just it feels so good (laughs) It just feels... I don't oh, know that's to, another thing. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It, it just feels different. It is cinematic. It feels like you're in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, when I say, and I've said this on Twitter, sorry, so I'm going to say it here. When I say, do they know they can't win an Oscar for cinematography? <laughs> I mean it because they're really going for it. Like, yeah. it is breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean... New Mexico is beautiful in general, especially on film. Like, I watched um, Roswell, New Mexico, which was on the CW, um, and they filmed in New Mexico. And just the landscape was beautiful on that show. And Independence is is filming in the same state. And, you know, even, even if you haven't seen the pilot yet or just the trailers and everything, you can just tell it feels different. The landscape is beautiful. Um, you know, the, even the costumes, you have to have an amazing customer to be able to, you know, recreate those 1800 looks and they're Mm -hmm. gorgeous. They're amazing. Like they are so well done. Like I cannot stress enough how just, just everything pieces together. Well, like the cast pieces together. Well, the crew pieces together. Well, plus the costumes, the landscaping, the sets, like the sets themselves are gorgeous. Oh yeah. It's it's just like I don't know how to say this other than Independence is probably the show I have been most excited about in the last few years since Re- regular Walker debuted. But yeah. Just just from what I've seen so far and the vibe of the cast and the crew and you can tell how much love they're putting into this like you can literally feel how much love and thought they're putting into this to make it the best it can be it just has me really really excited and I you know I I hope I really really hope that people watch it um oh I think they will I'm hoping people who you know aren't that don't watch regular Walker or whatever, like, tune in. Like, I hope people are even just curious, and then, you know, it it can go either way. People who watch Walker can watch Independence, but then it's also good for regular Walker, because people who are like, oh, a Western? Let me watch this. And they'll tune into Mm -hmm. Independence, and then they're like, wait a minute, let me watch regular Walker. So I feel like it has a chance to go back and forth, which would be really good for that whole kind of universe. I believe that the show is going to have a big audience because even if they don't watch it live when it premieres, the show is good enough. The show is great enough, actually, that it will get around by word of mouth where people will say, Hey, you got to check out the show. And then people, more and more people will start watching it. And I just, I truly believe it will have a huge audience. Yeah, I agree. I think word of, I think word of mouth right now is huge that I'm hoping. Yeah. 
I'm hoping that the premiere is going to be pretty big for them. Oh, yeah. I, so too. yeah. I want Walker and Wendy to do well, but I want them to do well because selfishly, I want more. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good reason to want that. <laughs> like everything you said earlier, I agree with completely. Obviously, I'm really pro-diversity and I'm really excited to see the West just how it actually is or was. Um, but another thing I'm really excited about is to just have Mark Shepard on my TV screen again. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just I adore that man. I think he's wonderful. And when he showed up in the trailer, I literally screamed. <laughs> I think I actually saw it today. He was at a convention. And yeah. uh-huh. I saw someone was like live tweeting the convention. And uh-huh. they had said that Mark had said at the con that I believe his manager watched Independence, or it was it, it was like somebody from his team, I think, like a manager or agent, and said, this is the best work you've done since, like, Battlestar Galactica. I saw that, yeah. Which I think That's is really cool. awesome, and again, really just speaks to how great this show is. Yeah. It's nice and to see. Totally, I totally agree with that, because it is that great. It is, it will blow you away. Like, it blew me away when I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see Mark working with Jared again, even if Jared is just the producer. Although I'd love to see them on screen together again. Yes. And I I love it because, you know, they've said in interviews, um, and again, I think this speaks to the story, how it was presented. You know, they've said in interviews that all of their, like, first choices for casting, they got. And well, the cast is phenomenal. And yeah, they all have such great yes. chemistry with one another. And I even, um, even in interviews I've done recently with the cast, they were just like, you know, they heard the premise, and the producers and everybody were so open to hearing feedback on it that they were just like, "We're sold. Like that. That's it. I'm in." So I think that's again, that's just, it's just so kind of refreshing to hear, like we hear a lot about television shows and um, you know, you hear the good and the bad and to hear, you know, we, we know we've heard from everybody. What an incredible atmosphere and set that Walker has. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And to hear, you know, independence hasn't even premiered yet, but to hear that that kind of love um, is being given to independence as well. Um, in terms of where the cast feels so comfortable to bring ideas or concerns or anything like that, and they're addressed and, you know, they're just treated like human beings. Like, it's it's so refreshing to hear. And I think that, you know, when you build, I think it's with anything, like all of us with our jobs, you build a good culture around people and it's going to make it a safe space and it's going to make your work like a million times better. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And just from the behind the scenes we've got, you can tell that they have similar atmospheres that Walker is a place where people, yes, they do their job and they work hard, but they also have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Walker Independence is also like that. They work hard and there's some challenges, but they have so much fun and one thing that jared said is the most important thing is making sure they got cast members and leaders because when i looked at cat 
they didn't only get Kat because she's an amazing actress. They got Kat because she's an amazing set leader. Mm-hmm. And in her podcast with Michael Rosenbaum, she talked about how you care about people who work with you on set. So your thing is, what kind of environment do you want to be in? What kind of environment do you want for yourself? And what kind of environment do you want to be for people who you care about? And that's how she views it. She cares about everybody that works with her. And in doing so, that's why, that's how you create a great set. That's how Jared Jensen created a great set on Supernatural. That's how Jared creates a great set on Walker. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be afforded with Walker and Pendens. Absolutely. And speaking of what we're looking for, I don't think Tom is the bad guy that Abby thinks he is. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's he did what she thinks he did. I And I think that you get to see why she thinks that. Um, but I don't think that he's the one. I think we're, that's going to be the mystery to solve. But I do think that he's not a good person. Yeah. I... I'll say, see, the way the trailers and everything are pointing towards him. Mm-hmm. I feel like after two seasons of Walker, this being the same team, that's too obvious. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this this set of like writers, showrunners, that's just too obvious to point at him. So I don't mm-hmm. think, I also don't think it's him. I think maybe he's involved somehow, and I get, I agree that I don't think he's he's not like this like upstanding guy, but mm-hmm. there's just there's something that I think is just more to the story. Like there's a lot more than we think, or are we are well, being shown by now? I feel like that would make a really season long arc is like figuring out if he actually did kill her husband. Yeah, kind of like. It's kind of like a parallel to season one of Walker, where it's like, who killed Emily? This one is, who killed Abby's husband? I love it because the last name was Collins. I thought that was the greatest Easter egg. Oh, yeah. Was that intentional? I'm hoping. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Next convention will ask. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that's going to be really interesting in, in... To see how that, just how that all unfolds. Like I said, I'm very skeptical of just believing that off the bat, that that's who it is. And that's like, it's that black and white of like, yep, he killed, he killed Liam. That's it. End of story. Like now it's going to be, how does Abby get revenge? But I don't know. I just, not that yeah. I don't trust the writer. Like they're, it's not not trusting them, but it's just knowing how good they are that I know that they, yes. they wouldn't do that. There's just more. There's just, they're so good that I know there's just more. <laughs> yeah, they gotta yeah. throw in the twins. I, I know it's not gonna be straightforward like that. Yeah, I know it's going to be a surprise. Uh, and I, I, that's another thing I'm looking forward to is the surprises and the twist and finding out and getting those twists and set up and being like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it for this episode. Going forward, we are going to be talking about every episode of Walker and Walker Independence in one episode, just all meshed together. And those should be dropping weekly as the episodes do. We hope you like, subscribe, follow us. Um, You can follow us on Twitter 
at at the sidestep and yeah we hope you enjoy it thank you for listening um hopefully you guys made it this far (laughs) um (laughs) and we look forward to being at the sidestep with you to talk about walker and walker independence